But the playoffs are coming up, man. I, I think you gotta you gotta stiffen up, man. When I, when I say I'm gonna start writing, you, you gotta tell me to shut the fuck up and, and get something done by Sunday. Oh, it's funny that you say that. So now that you mentioned it, you're talking about writer slacking on the on the best decade in Canucks history. Yeah, uh, I think I asked you to do it actually at one point. Yeah, no, so. not one point. I think three, <laughs> I think three points. I think three points. And you had the 2000s, which arguably was the best decade in Canucks history. Welcome, welcome, welcome all you Silky Studs to another episode of Silky and Filthy. I'm Trevor Beggs, he's Kyle Bowen, you're listening to the show on the Nux Misconduct Network. Yes. There are four shows on that network, here and there. Yes. You got the quickie sipping on a 40, power up the Purell, and this show Silky and Filthy. And man, there's actually a lot of hockey news going on right now. Oh, it's, re- it's wheeling. Oh, yo, let him go, let him go, let him go. Silky and filthy, baby. I'm Trevor Banks. He's Kyle Bowen. Okay, lots to talk about today. Lots to talk about. Kyle, how do you feel about uh, the awesome Matthew news just being shut up by the league? Damn, man, we starting like that. This just guy, like that. I want to know how you feel. This guy wearing his Toronto Maple Leaf sucks T-shirt. Worst team ever. I'm wearing. I'm wearing a what? An OVO sweater no covered cares. in no dog hair. And yeah. dog hair covered in dog hair. We on the same vibe. We on the same vibe right now, man. You West Coast bias. So Silky and filthy. For the listeners, my shirt says, uh, it says worst team ever instead of Toronto Maple Leafs, but the same logo, same font. And uh, I was about to throw it out, honestly. It's an old chipped shirt, but I wore it today. I gotta say, I haven't been out in public that much, but like someone came to my door, saw someone at the liquor store, and then at the studio here, I've gotten comments on this shirt all day, man. No, so I think I gotta keep shirt. it. I it's think a great I gotta shirt. keep it. It's, um, it's playoff season, so it's a, it's a great shirt. You know what, Matt? I do wish that the Canucks and the Maple Leafs could meet at some point in the playoffs. Can you imagine how fucking crazy that would be? Oh, you know, well, back in the day when they could actually meet Toronto in the Western Conference, it was more of a possibility. But damn, what a crazy series. The Canucks and Leafs for the conference final for a trip to the Stanley Cup finals in 94. Think yeah, that, that would have been something in Canada. Now, I was one years old at that time. And let me tell you something, Trevor. From my experience watching that series as a one-year-old, it was intense. It was intense. Been watching the game for 26 years, Trevor. It's crazy. Yeah, Yo, you want to hear? You want to hear a story? Apparently, hey, tell me. <laughs> according to my parents, one of my first words ever was "boo ray." Shut the <laughs> fuck up, dude. I'm, I'm dead serious, man. I'm dead serious, mom. <laughs> I'm vouch that. Let's <laughs> call her right now. Yo, you a you a true Canadian, man? That's awesome, dude. How do you feel? Think about it. Think about it. Your one of your first words was was a hockey player that played in your city. That's. That's as Canadian as it gets. Yeah, and my, and my name is Trevor, so I mean, there's uh, there's a couple of 90s Canuck ties right there. So that is why I argued for the 90s on uh, Nux Wisconsin's best decade in Canucks history. Um, but I would probably say the 2000s are a close runner-up. And maybe the maybe the 10s are third. Maybe the 10s are third. Wow, man. I thought I, thought I, I was the better talking. one. I, I thought I was the better one. Hey, maybe you're just over the last 10 years of your life. You're just focused on... Focused on the next, the next ten here, man. Twenty twenty, what a year! And somehow, some way, Begsy with with those glasses on, 
with that beer in your hand, I think you're going to make the world a better place, man. That, that's what the world needs. Straight up. Straight uh, up. I'm doing my best, man. One podcast at a time. One one post at a time on Nux Misconduct. Just doing what I can. Um, but back to the main question, how I started the show. The Austin Matthews news. Now, it came out, but it didn't really come out. And it hasn't really been on TV. But is anyone watching TV? There's a lot going on here, man. So, so tell you, what comes to your mind first when you think of the Austin Matthews situation? Okay, after reading Steve Simmons, his piece... It was it was it was intense that that moment it felt uh it felt similar to when Rudy Rudy Gobert got Corona that that feeling like oh shit sports are, are gone and now we're in the situation where it may come back and hearing something like that to the biggest star it's like oh shit this this might not actually happen it might not actually happen it's uh a lot of things man get well soon get well soon to everyone get well soon to the world one love real talk real talk it's uh it's a lot right now man do, do you think this is happening still because i still do only because I, I see these leagues these leagues not stopping till games are played as far as just me being kyle bowen k-y-l-e-b-h-a-w-a-n i just i just don't know how i feel do i really need sports the answer is no. Like we don't really need sports. If you say you need like sports is not food, sports is not water. You don't you don't need sports. <laughs> but we all we all fucking want it. We all want sports for sure. And that's why you know when Batman's doing this, he's only doing this out of the pure financial gain. Like I I don't know if it's safe enough to play. And I honestly I think it will start back up because of the money. It started back up in other leagues around the world. It's going to start back up with the MLB. Come on. And the man. NHL doesn't want to be cast in the shadow when they're already. Not even the fourth best league in North America, but it's, let's, let's be real. On, still in the top on. four. Okay, let, let's play a game. Let's play a game. Let's play fucking Kyle Bowen's devil, devil's advocate. That, that's what they call it, right? I'm going to take the other side. What if... Okay, what if there is a, a group of players that don't want to come back because they find this odd and bizarre and they don't want to be exploited? But what if the majority just wants to go back to work? You know what I'm saying? Isn't that part of being a a human too what if they just want to go back to work we're seeing it in the the nba lebron wants to go back to work <laughs> you know it's it's part of this this thing called life so it could be a whole bunch of different things there's so many ways we can you know throw our assumptions but like again i don't need sports i don't need sports i really think it's going to happen and i do think that right when that first week is over everyone's back to to needing sports to having that feeling just like that well here's what i got to say about that because i i do agree that they're going to go back to work i i do think the majority like you said the rest of the world is going back to work players are no different they're going to go back to work podcasters but what happens work. at a workplace when some people start getting sick and we're talking about a workplace in the nhl and the mlb and in major leagues where there are a couple thousand people between teams staff players all of this stuff if like a hotel staff member has been positive and a whole team's there are they going to quarantine? Are they going to are they going to stay in their hotel? Or are they still going to play? Okay, there's there's so many things at play here, and that's why I think it'll start up. But I am very skeptical if it's going to finish because we're talking about again, if players like Austin Matthews getting sick, then that's a huge loss. That's a huge loss to the Leafs. If someone's out for two weeks, you know, like if Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, and, and William Nylander get sick, God forbid, what's going to happen to Leafs in the playoffs? Are they going to shut everything down at that point? You know. Like there's they so many, there's so many hurdles, they exactly, should. and they should. And I, that's why I don't know if this thing will ever reach a conclusion. 
I don't know. Oh man, it's we, we haven't got, we haven't even talked about what the NHL is actually doing physically. Oh, we'll get there. You know we'll what there. I'm saying? Because they're not doing much of anything. They are trying to water down any type of report. I I talked about this yesterday. They, they haven't even touched Daniel Carcillo's allegations. You, you know what I'm saying? They haven't really talked about that, bro. It just they they just want the NHL not to have any dark light so they can just can get the show on the road. It's um it's weird. This might be a weird comparison for you, but do you know how it's at, weird, at the beginning why are they doing like that? Do do they think that we're dumb? We don't see that like okay, you just ignored the the fact that the biggest star, like you're you're telling TSN and Sportsnet not to talk about one of the biggest stars, Austin Matthews, in the bet like the the biggest hockey city in the world. Don't talk about this. He's sick, but don't talk about this. And then you let you let yourself. And I'm talking to the media teams now. Now you're talking about other athletes and other leagues getting coronavirus. How is it any? Elliott, yeah. How is it any different? But who are they trying to fool? Because they're they're scared of what would be said and how it would affect the fans but the fans already know you know the fans already know like what are you trying to what are you trying to do here i do think there's a clear benefit for the nhl if they do cover it up though you know if, if star it's players 2020 you can't cover it up that's what i'm trying to say you can't even cover the shit up but here's yeah. the opposite to that like you look at every other nhl player and the easy argument to make is just well we didn't hear about any of the other players that got sick so why is it fair that we hear about austin matthews but the thing is we're talking about now players moving to cities and it being a matter of public safety Austin Matthews, if he infects the Toronto Maple Leafs and say the Toronto Maple Leafs fly to Vancouver where the rates are low, like that's a problem. Oh, that bro. doesn't look good. So the more that in general fans know about players being sick and which players they are, the more skepticism there's going to be about any of this going on. And there's a certain point where if it gets out of hand, there's going to be no choice but to shut it down again because they can't just risk the safety of all their players. No, you know? 100%, 100%. Like that's this shit I, really yeah. don't fucking matter. You know, at the end of the day, they can go on with the show, but one one really bad night, whatever that means, as far as testing goes and, and test results goes, we'll end it. We'll end it. We'll end it. We'll end it. Yeah, 2020, right. man. Just and I'm not even gonna be mad, bro. I'm not gonna be fucking outraged. Oh, look what you did, put your players at risk. Like you can't be saying stuff like that if you're watching the games, you know? You know what I'm saying? As humans, we're just a little messed up up there, but hey. It is what it is. Yeah. It, it really is what it is. And again, it's there, there are a lot of people a part of this quote unquote possible problem when when or if players get it during the season or during this fake season, they got to close shit down. People are going to be like, what was the point? Who looks bad? Blah, blah, blah. Yo, it's everyone's. It's everyone's fault at that point. Players, owners, the media, the fans. You know what I'm saying? It's everyone's fault, man. Because come on, bro. Come on, bro. Yeah, no, it does get complicated. It does get complicated. It's, it's <laughs> because, you weird. know, honestly, we all want to believe that it's going to happen. Like, the, honestly, the play-in looks sick. We'd all love to see it. I don't, like, it doesn't matter there's no fans there. We, we all watch hockey because we love hockey, and the fans are no different. And maybe you know? we're just tired of, like, actually doing things. We just want to lay down on the couch or, oh, and watch sure. hockey. Definitely. Come on. <laughs> hey, of course. We, we just Crack don't want to beer. fuck being an entrepreneur, right? Fuck it. Just go watch some <laughs> hockey, man. Hey, what's fuck up? Fuck your ambition, man. It's sports time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. Fuck, so, anyways, why do sports do that? That's crazy. No, you know, again, one of the one of the most entertaining things you can do with your time, and that's we're all looking for entertainment at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, I, I guess to cap off the awesome Matthew situation, 
when it, when it, it is a, play, a figure as public as that, and it is a matter of public safety at this point, the public ought to know. I know they're gonna the league's gonna try to cover it up. You know, Matthews again might make the argument that other players haven't been uh, called up publicly, but I think we're getting to a point where. You know, you, you really have to think about teams moving into these cities when they're carrying the virus. And we're seeing it with multiple players on the NHL now. So it brings everything into question. Damn, and there's I, no covering I, up Matthews. I, I, I haven't even spent time. I haven't even spent time thinking about it from Matthews and, and his perspective. How come you haven't labeled the other players? And how come you're labeling me? I I, I don't know how it works up there. I, I don't even have any dots to connect there. It's It's... It's it's maybe because he's one of the biggest stars. It's a, you know honestly it's a fair point to some degree, but I, I yeah honestly I, I just I guess just my argument is if you have the news and it's true the public should know yeah the public should know when there's sick players fly, flying into their city you know there's Ooh, still a global pandemic okay, going now around. Now I see what you're saying with no okay, cure. Okay man, I was a little I was a little baked there, but I just I just did the math. Okay, straight up for that. I, I I did the math. The public should know. All right, public should know. And Vancouver should know. Yeah. Vancouver should know. Now, today we're we're now hearing after I reported that my quote unquote sources that was the internet, you know, told me that there's a 97 percent chance that the NHL is coming to Vancouver. And after today, it, it doesn't sound like it's happening because the hero over here in our city, West Coast, Best Coast, West Coast bias, silky and filthy, puck talking bullshit, Trevor Beggs, Kyle Bowen, in our city, Doctor Bonnie Henry. You know she's been she's been asked what to to, to loosen up the regulations. I, I'm telling you, yo, this this hero right here in our city, she deserves she deserves a con Smythe, e even if the tournament isn't in Vancouver. Because yeah. she, yo, she's a hero out here, man. She's a hero. Honestly, at the, at the end of the day, I I do feel like all the Canadian cities right now they're in contention. You know, Vancouver uh, again. There's been a bit of a pushback. Edmonton had a bunch of cases at restaurants. They had to close restaurants. Their cases have surpassed Calgary now, and Toronto's the worst of all three in terms of rates for, for coronavirus. So, you know, right now I think there's there's check marks against all the Canadian cities, but I think there's the least check marks against Vancouver, which is why I think if this is happening, it's coming to Vancouver. It's coming to Vancouver, man. If it's happening, it's coming to Vancouver. Man, you know what? Dr. Bonnie Henry and her staff deserve deserve access to everything, you know? Everything at this tournament. They got they gotta be they gotta be those people anyway. You know what I'm saying? They gotta look over this event because it's our city. No, no fuck ups. No fuck ups. You're right. She worked too hard for that, man. She worked too hard for that. She's she's a hero, yo. You know how you watch the Avengers? And all those superheroes, I've watched like one one Avengers actual movie, only a couple of the movies, but she 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 actually is a fucking hero, man. That's that's hard to do, yo. I what wonder if that's doing? an. You know, it's funny when you when you say that. I, I do think about what she's done for the province, and you know, she, she's been a, an international icon. Like they were, they wrote. We about don't her, have many of those Vancouver. They wrote about her in the New York Times. A big piece on the job she's she's done. And honestly, though, I, I do think about that, and the NHL looking at Vancouver and saying, "Damn." Bonnie Henry might just fucking shut us down it, if it gets out of control. And she'd be right. Yo, can, Trevor, can and you And maybe that scares there. Bonnie, 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 Bonnie. Yeah, you right, Bonnie man. Bonnie for the con smite. Yeah, Bonnie for the con smite. Yo, I don't care if the season gets canceled. Give no, it to Bonnie. No, if, if it does come to Vancouver, I don't give a fuck. When the con smite is awarded, just give it to her. 
at center ice. If the tournament goes to the end and you're able to, you know, give the Stanley Cup out, the cons might, no matter what, if the tournament is in Vancouver, goes to that hero, Dr. Bonnie Henry. You know, if you embrace the fake, embrace that fake, Vancouver Canucks, can you imagine Bo Horvat? Yeah. Canucks win the Stanley Cup. He just takes that con Smythe, hands it right to Bonnie, Bonnie Henry. Oh, man. Beautiful oh. moment. Beautiful moment. Oh, man. That, come on, man. If he did that. Canucks fans, listen to, I know. That would, I know if you I'd hear probably that, cry, man. You pictured that and you're, you're, you're crying right now. You're oh, crying. brother. I'd probably cry, man. That's just, that's just a fact. Woo. Oh, man. Because that, that would just be so overwhelming like the canucks no matter what the canucks win the stanley cup yes waterfalls yo waterfalls that's gotta happen that's gotta happen okay and then on top of that you see one of the most gracious moments worldwide happen in your city because that would just be man how she do it how she do it how, how do you do that without superpowers she has superpowers man <laughs> Uh, Bonnie Henry, she's a, I guess, an honorary Avenger, as you would say. You know, I know you love 100%. those Avengers, like you were saying. Um, uh, well, I'll, I'll name them all, okay? Right here. Um, got Iron Man, Mr. America, Captain America. That's him, Mr. <laughs> you're okay, you already lose, okay? <laughs> next subject, next subject. Mr. America. <laughs> uh, okay, we're, so sticking with the Canucks, uh, there were some Hall of Fame connections to the Vancouver Canucks today. I, I think first and foremost, I want to touch on Alex McGillney not getting in to the Hall of Fame. Um, Honestly, man, I feel bad for this dude. He's one of the most entertaining players of the last 30 years. 76 goals. 76 goals. 76 goals. i say it one more time. 76 goals. He also had 55 goals and a 100-plus point season for the Canucks as well. And he won a Stanley Cup in New Jersey. And he was the first defector from Russia. The fact that this guy's gone 12 years without getting into the hall, to me, it's a fucking travesty. And Kevin Lowe getting in this year, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care if Kevin Lowe won six Stanley Cups on stacked Edmonton teams. Oh, man. It's an old boys club thing, and it's it's a fucking travesty that McGillney's not in it, man. It drives me nuts. Okay, what's the argument there? Because it's he, been a long time? Because it's been a long time? You know, he should be finally recognized? Maybe there was a reason why he wasn't recognized as a Hall of Famer for what, over 20 years or, or whatever of eligibility? Over you know what I'm saying? Over 25 years. Over 20. Maybe there was a reason. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it was because he's not a Hall of Famer. I don't know, man. You, you think I've watched a lot of eight, uh, 80s Oilers games? No, I haven't. I haven't. But I kept. Are you serious? Are you serious? Watched a ton of games. We've watched a ton of CBC montages, okay? TSN montages, Sportsnet montages. When are they ever talking about Kevin Lowe? If it's not Dustin Penner and Brian Burke being part of the, the, the broadcast. When? When? Are you... Just because it took a long time? Are you serious? Yo, I'm telling you. I don't care if it took 25 years of quote-unquote eligibility. If Kevin Lowe gets in at any point, Henrik and Daniel next year, their first ballot. Their first ballot. Are you sure about that, though? Okay, yes. I, I agree 100% they should be because of, you know, the people they are. Uh, I, again, it's they're fucking twins. They're twins that both hit 1,000 points. Both are almost identical points of the career. They're legends to the game. There's so many people in the Hall of Fame from the 50s and 60s. Again, it was just the voting on, wasn't man. as, as uh, you know, it was more of an old boys club back then than it is now, for sure. And you had a lot on, of those man. guys who were just like good guys in the locker room who made it to the Hall of Fame, you know? Guys, you look, you look at their stats and their accomplishments, they don't really deserve to be there. But the fucking Sedins, 
need to be in, man. And I think it could be a very interesting class next year because you still have Daniel Alverson eligible. You have Alex, Alexander McGillney eligible. You have Henrik Zetterberg eligible. It could be three out of four Canucks in that class or it could be an all Swedish class. I don't know if it'll go that way. I do think Eastern bias plays a factor here, to be honest with you. And, and Yo, I, and I saw something on uh, TSN, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's it's one of these these big-ass companies, okay? The, the article was about if if the Sedins should go in as individuals or a, as a pair. No, come, get the fuck out of here, man. Let's not, let's not, let's not have to look players. so deep yeah. into this. <laughs> They're Just two look fucking at the, players. Just look fucking at the, put them in. Look at the obvious. Look at what they did. You can talk about Henrik and Daniel. You can walk around the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto. Your kid could ask you, oh, what about those guys? Why, why are they here? You can, without even living here and watching 100 Canuck games, you could tell your kid a story. They go they go past the Kevin Lowe. What did he do? Oh, he played for the Oilers. Man, if if Guy Carboneau is a Hall of Famer, I know they, they passed many yeah, years. Of Car- yeah. There's almost one of those guys every year, though. That's what I'm saying. There's okay. like an old boys club guy every year. If Marion Hosa, actually, this guy got two cups. No. I'm not going to talk shit about Marion Hosa. You know, you know, he deserves to be a first yeah. battle Hall of Famer no matter what. And he may be better. I will even say he may be better than either of the Sedins. Like, that's how good of a player that motherfucker was, man. Yo, just the fact that he won two cups and went to four cup finals and to do it three straight years, I know he lost the first two. That's just a, a crazy LeBron James esque fact. It's cool. Yeah, no, it's pretty crazy. Uh, I would say maybe, maybe it's Vancouver bias that I think the Sedins are, are, are better players than, than Marion Hosa, but obviously Marion Hosa is a stud. stud. He's a stud. And like you said, four cup finals. Um, but that's another guy first who ballot. I look at and I say, if he's first ballot, how the fuck are the Sedins not first ballot? If Matt Sundin is first ballot? <laughs> yeah, that's another one. Are exactly. you kidding me? If Kevin, oh, and Kevin was not first ballot, but he made the Hall of Fame and that's, that's, that's just too much. The story, man, the conversation, you can talk about Henrik and Daniel. There's a story there. Oh, and then you want to you know, talk about the details? Go ahead. They're identical twins. Drafted one and two. What? Played their whole career in one city. Got over 1,000 points. Led the league in scoring in back-to-back years. What? They actually did that as twins. They lived up to, like, the magic, you know? They really did. They really did. Crazy. Magical fucking Crazy. players, man. I, I do agree. And I would hope their first ballot next year, but I can see it not happening. I, I will. I want to put my money on it though. I'm, I'm really torn on what's gonna happen. Trevor, I don't don't just say it's gonna happen. Everyone from Vancouver who podcasts, Yo, th- who makes articles out here, bloggers. I know you're entitled to your own opinion, and it's all about provoking and, and speaking your mind. Just really think about this. No, okay? here, here's think my here's this. my thoughts. I 100 believe that they deserve to be first ballot, but I do wonder if the Eastern bias is gonna play a role. A lot I, of people I, don't watch this fucking Sedins, man. So let's be loud. Creatures. Let's be loud. When when this time happens. Next year, and we should start and the big the argument case now. Is, the big argument is no cup. That's what all these fucking people back east are going to say. <laughs> if Matt Sundin <laughs> is a first ballot Hall of Famer, you know what I'm saying? If Matt Sundin yes, is a first totally ballot right. Hall of Famer, it's bro. Henrik and Daniel are 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 going into the hall next year. Well, being inducted into the hall next year, it's going to be a, a a beautiful moment, and it's warranted. And everyone in this city should just be just be having their back the whole way. Because if you're saying what may be true that there's going to be an Eastern bias on this. Let's just make noise. We're here on the West Coast. You know what West I'm saying? Coast we make noise. Bias, baby. Come on, Vancouver. What's Fucking up, Henrik man? and Daniel? If Sedin. that happens, bro, I I, th- I thought it was pathetic, man. I'm not gonna name names. All right. Best, I'm not gonna name names. They were the best players in the world for two fucking years. Two best players in the world. Trevor. 
And they were twins. <laughs> and they were fucking twins, yo. Who's going to do that again in the world yeah, of sports? It's amazing. Come on, it's man. Amazing. Come on, man. Yeah. Come Incredible on, fucking man. people, man. They deserve it. They, they don't care either way. That's the crazy part. We're going to debate this so hard, especially if they don't make it next year. But like, they're the most humble people. Can we like, talk a bit more about uh, this year's class? Yeah, exactly. I was going to get right to it. Jerome. Jerome Aginla. And I was, call, I was calling him Aginla for the longest time in my life. Interesting fact. I don't know why. Why do you think that is? Did you meet people like that too who are calling them? You're watching too much Don Cherry probably. <laughs> Jerome Aguilna. Oh, you're the Jerome Aguilna. is a great Canadian uh, boy. Oh, man, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'll give you another useful story about Jerome Aguilna, man. Uh, one, of, one of my best friends, she worked at this uh, like outdoor adventure center in Revelstoke. And Jerome McGinley came with his family one day and she just thought he was like the fucking sexiest guy ever. And I was like, this is like, bro, this is like 2017. I'm like, this guy's still, like, he's like fucking 40 plus this Yo, point. Yo, this guy, the like, dude's oh, a good looking so dude, man. sexy. Oh my God. Like, she was like, oh, yeah. She's like horny as fuck for this guy. <laughs> just wanted Jerome. He's there with his wife and kids, bro. He's that sexy. Hey, man. Good looking dude. Good looking no, dude. Definitely, man. Great hockey Great player. head. Great head. Dude, <laughs> um, he's got an amazing head, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yo, it's just silky like a, and filthy, puck talking bullshit. Trevor Beggs, Kyle Bowen. Silky and filthy baby talking about Jerome McGinley's round, thick head. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hall of Famer. Hall of Fame, thick head. Yo, and never, Yo, this dude never had hair. Did he ever? Yo, no, he did have hair. You know what else? I'm trying to think. Do you know what else he didn't have? A number one center. I know. And he still hit over 30 goals in a decade straight. Like, it, that part is unbelievable. What to a me. damn shame, Calgary. Now, I don't like Calgary for many reasons. I love my family. I love my family. I have a lot of family out there in Calgary. In fact, Calgary, if you're listening to this right now, I. Shout out to the Fijians out there, right? Those are my people out there. But just growing up as a Canuck fan, as a kid, for some reason, even though the Flames did suck, but they did beat us in that one big year. Okay, the fuck the Flames. It's been like that since I've been like seven or eight years old. I can never respect the Flames. But Jerome, even though he was the best player on that team, I respected him, and I thought it was a damn shame, an embarrassment that his best center in Calgary during his prime was Craig Conroy. Yeah. No, it's a pretty uh, sad fact. What? What are you doing there? What are you doing? Are you serious? This guy was bingoing by himself as a winger. Bingo, 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 bingo. Woo! This guy was sick, bro. Yeah, no, he was amazing. It is a damn shame that he never had a fucking center, man. Like, imagine what he could have done if he played with someone like, you know... Fucking even Sean Monaghan, man. Like, I'm, I'm thinking like Crosby or fucking Pedersen or so, someone like in that upper echelon. But yeah, even if you had like someone like Sean Monaghan, who would have been better than anyone that Calgary had during his tenure there. Yeah, and he's still one of the Calgary, best players man. in the game. Yo, Almost won him a fucking cup. That's not, and again, another example. And that's why I do wonder how much the cup bias matters because you're talking about guys like, again, Lissandine who haven't won cups, but almost won cups unless you're Matt Sundin and they didn't do shit. Iggy, yeah. um, though, without a doubt, right? First ballot, who cares about the no, no cup? Yeah. Because... Just the way he played the game and the fact that he scored 30 goals for what, over 10 straight years? Yeah. That is, with Craig Conroy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's <laughs> nuts. He, he didn't have Craig Conroy the whole time, but nobody was better for him as a center than Craig Conroy. And he still was able to pull off that stat. That's that's remarkable, man. That That's, that's, a, that's a good hockey player, man. Good hockey player. Jerome, a lot of respect for that dude. Congratulations. So we had Kevin Lowe. We had... 
Marion Hosa, shout out to you. Yeah, Jerome. yeah, we talked about the Cubs. And then we had Doug Wilson. Doug Wilson. And, and now that's another one where you might kind of waffle with, but, uh, you know, he he had a Norris trophy. He was a very prolific offensive defenseman. Um, I don't have that, that much of a problem with this choice. And he waited to. I still would have picked McGillney over him as well. That's a thing. And but. He, with him, you can make a little bit of an argument because... Even though he's going in as a player, maybe there was some respect handed down from him being an, an executive. And, and he's done. He, he hasn't. He hasn't he's brought. A, he's done a pretty damn good job in San Jose. 16, you know, 16 years of playoffs and eighteen seasons up until one again, point. He gets in as a player, but I guarantee that that swayed the vote. Go back to Kevin Lowe. Okay, I know it took him a while. That was against if, the vote, I think. <laughs> but if you look at what he did as an executive post career, post Hall of Fame career, he sucked. That's a, that's the thing when people talk about Kevin Lowe like today. Why did he get in? No, here's the thing. Here's the funniest thing when people talk about Kevin Lowe today. They're like, yeah, he won six Stanley Cups as defensive with the Edmonton Oilers. He was a general manager and a coach. That's all. Kevin Lowe, people. Kevin Lowe. Yeah, there's nothing to say about that. Like they, they, they say it just because it's like, oh, he did it. But he didn't do a fucking good job of it, you know? So, I don't know. That's, that, that one I, have, I do have a problem with. And then last but not least, we got Kim St. Pierre. Three gold medals as a netminder for, for Team Canada. And best goalie honor to the 2002 Olympics. The 2002 Olympics, oh, the first ones man. I remember watching. Yes, uh, Such a memorable moment to see the women win there. That was, that was a magical, magical year as well. Yeah, uh, Not to mention 2010, of course. But that's the first one you and I would remember, 100%. obviously. 100%. Uh, 100%. kids, right? So, Cassie awesome. Campbell. Just a G. Cassie Campbell. Just a G. Yeah. You know? Just a G. Oh, man. Well, we jumped back in the time machine there for a bit. Um, we talked about players. Who do you think is going to the Hall of Fame next year, maybe, before we wrap this up? I already told you, man. Henrik and Daniel. Pick two more. Oh, then two more? Yeah. Does Elmo get in? Can you can throw me some more players that are eligible? Because <laughs> I'm Kyle Bowen. You're the smart one, man. Let, let's actually do this. I, I, it's, I feel like I, I do warrant a, a, a decent a decent amount of respect when it comes to my takes about these players because <laughs> this, this is Kyle Bowen's prime hockey years watching the sport. Who's getting in here? And Alfred said, yo, if Elmo was not getting in for that long, why why would Alfredson get in quicker? You know what I'm saying? Come on. Come on. L look at Elmo's story. Evaded Russia. You know what I'm saying? That, that's, that's a story. A and put up the numbers. It's huge, man. It's huge. That's a huge story. The way they fucking smuggled them out of Russia... To make, it's an amazing story. Yo, go watch it on Sportsnet. Did he, did he win yeah, a cup? Yeah, he won a cup in New, New Jersey. Jersey. Yep. Oh my God, this yeah. guy's not in? Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's, it's unbelievable. He's missed 12 times now. 12 times. <laughs> oh, uh, let's, come on, man. So Give me the days. He's got to make it. Okay. He's got to, come on. I'll man. go over some of the first eligible players for next year, just for the listeners. Okay. Uh, so there's Dan Daniel Henrik Sedin, obviously. Get Henrik in. Zetterberg. I think he gets in too. Yeah. Yeah, man. I Detroit. How many cups did he win? One. Was uh, he on that first team with like, in that, the early two thousands? On that first team, wasn't he? You tell me. You tell me. Yeah, I don't have it in front of me. To be honest, I thought he was on that first team, but I could be wrong. When we say first no, 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 team, no, no, we're sorry, talking he about. He definitely was not. He definitely was not. No. Carolina, right? We we think yeah, way yeah. back. Um, no, he wasn't on that team. Henrik Zetterberg. Yeah. Gold medal as well. World Hockey Championship. And just his story's remarkable, bro. His story is yeah. remarkable. Yeah, bottom of the draft for sure. Captain. Captain of Detroit. And got them. I, I wonder if, I wonder if the voters next year will fall for that kind of like all Swedish storyline, you know, Henrik Daniel and yeah. Henrik Zetterberg. It would be it'll be a cool year. It would be remembered for a reason. And I think that's actually good for the NHL and it'll be to deserving players as well. 
No, that's that's true. That's true. Keep going down the Don't list. Don't even listen to the voters next year. Just listen to Silky and Filthy. We got you for the we whole thing. We got you. We got you. So I, I'm going to go Daniel Henrik, Zetterberg, and Alex McGillney. It's got to fucking happen. Who else is on this list, man? Give me give me some. Uh, one more one more eligible guy. First time next year is Rick Nash. No way. Okay, let's move <laughs> on. No way. Could you imagine the outrage if um if Rick Nash yeah. got in and Henrik and Daniel wouldn't? That's not going to happen. But yeah. let's say Rick Nash gets in before Elmo. Then you know some some sus shit is happening. Yeah. Real oh, talk. definitely. Okay, here's some of the names. So there's obviously Rick Daniel Alfredson as well. I do think Daniel Alfredson's a, a worthy guy. Uh, Rod Brindamore. Curtis Joseph, Jeremy Roenick, who I think should be in on stats, but just because of the shit that's happened outside of hockey, like he's not a good role model for the game, to be honest. So why, like, why stick this guy in the Hall of Fame? Speaking of which, and it's, I, I, I believe in redemption. I really do. I think life is long. Okay, Theo Fleury. Yeah. Why isn't Theo he getting Fleury in? Is another guy Yo, who, Theo, yeah. how small was this guy? He's five, amazing. Six, he, he should five, be in six, for sure. And this guy was elite. Elite, and I think uh, even though the details in his story in his journey are, they're they're not for children. The drugs, the amount of times he's going back to the drugs, just the 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 lifestyle. I get it, but for him to be able to be one of the best players in the NHL at five foot six, I believe, and go through all that stuff in his outside life is is re- remarkable this guy is one of the best hockey players during the the, the late 80s early 90s and, and he was going through going through hell read the book no I think it's, it's amazing playing and, here, fi- and here's playing the thing fire, that yo. when you mentioned the drugs and and everything else he's gone through you know theo Fleury is is the ultimate story of overcoming the odds and like getting past it and fucking doing amazing things with your life like he's become an amazing person who speaks out he was an amazing fucking hockey player yo man just go it like just he's go, gotta be in it goes to back too. to uh I would actually. Ugh, that's oh so man, tough. Trevor, man, like I'm not gonna. I, I can't front and say that I've been on my adult wave this whole time, my whole life. Like you've heard the story, you know. Check check it out on the network. I've only been trying to be more alert over the last couple weeks. It just hit me, man. Okay, so Theo Fleury in his book he talks about the abuse he took as a junior player, the sexual abuse when he was a young chap. And I'm just thinking about what. The allegation said a couple weeks ago, or, or last week in Ken Campbell's piece, the fact that the NHL hasn't said much is it's it's. You know, it's, I don't it's, know, it's, it's disheartening for it, sure. It's, and, it's, and they're it's taking, 2020. It's know, 2020. This is just the year right now to just not hot. Just yeah. let's go get better. Like what's going on, bro? Because this now is it. Like this, is the game. This is the game we fucking love. That's I don't know, man. It's it's some bullshit, bro. Again, I can't I can't say that I've, I've been on this stuff for forever. You know, we should have been. A, I, I'm learning too, and what I've learned in, in a quick amount of time is, oh man, just the children, man. It's it's fucked up. I mean, yeah, it's 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 nice of you to think that you know during a global pandemic we all should change, and I completely agree with you, man. Of course, of course, the world should change. This, this is the time to come out, make a difference. Let's be different. Let's do learn. things differently. But at the same time, you get these big fucking businesses. All the NHL cares is about making their fucking money back. That they're losing. That's all they care about. Why? Because they're fucking greedy, man. That's the way the world works. We're all part of the problem. Like, look, yeah, we're, we making it, we're making and this and hockey podcast. <laughs> posted on Nux Misconduct. What a bizarre time. 2020, I'm, I'm man. Humans. I'm down to say cancel the fucking season, though. I'm down. I'm totally if, down. We'll, we'll, we'll keep podcasting. We'll keep you entertained. And we'll it, ramble about it, something. If it happens, bro, you know what we'll do, man? We'll, you know what we'll do? We'll still talk some hockey. 
and we'll talk about Canada. We want Canada on the other network. I'll post that. Maybe we should get to that show, actually. Yeah. Hey, we're we're yeah, getting we that can. later tonight here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go check it out. Post it up network. Um, yeah, we've had a lot of... This has been a fiery show, not going to lie. Fire. Fiery show. I like it. Hey, it's not, it's not Royal Moby. <laughs> we'll end off of one thing I wanted to get to. Uh, I rescued... Again, we talked about it off the top. Rescued this post from six months ago. Best decade in Canucks history. Which one do you actually think is the best decade in Canucks history? You said the 10s? Is that yes. what you're going with? Yeah. Yes. I'm not taking... I'm not taking anything in the 2000s over a, a chance to win the Stanley Cup. Again, you're talking about one thing, period in time. I, I don't care, bro. Look, what are you talking about? You're talking about disappointments. Like, just disappointments. I, I, guess, I guess I'm just talking watching hockey. You, know, okay. like, the, you think of, like, the majority of the hockey you watch their English season, and now you want the playoff success, but, like, fuck, they were just a fun team to watch throughout that whole decade. Yeah, I'm just It started with I'm West Coast so Impress and then, like, went right into the Sedins. Like, they were always fucking fun to watch. You always thought they had a chance. Dude, they just— And they always they, fucked they, it they up. They went but. from West Coast Express to Luongo to— the Sedins. It was just a, we were lucky. It's crazy. Yeah, it was a crazy lucky. time. The city of Vancouver was lucky, and the city of Vancouver is lucky right now. Yeah. Dr. Bonnie Henry. Another one, man. Let's go. Let's go. Bonnie, 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 Bonnie. <laughs> Vancouver. Okay. All right. Well, well, that's it. Let's wrap it up here. Silky and Filthy Baby. Uh, thanks for listening. We love you guys, and uh, we love Bonnie Henry as well. You know, she's just a fucking stud. Maybe that's how we should just end the episode, you know? Straight up. We'll straight up. Filthy and Bastards yo. next time. I'm trying to get the people on it. All right, let's talk about it. Hogan's Alley. Just just read about the story. Read about the story. Hogan'sAlleySociety.com.org, I think. Just check it out, man. Some beautiful stuff. The city, man. Black Lives Matter. Sports, do they matter? No. But we'll keep talking, man. 